This is a HeadGum Podcast. Uh, my next guest, our Grammy-nominated group, whose newest CD has just been certified gold. It's called Free at Last. And it's spent 33 consecutive weeks at the top of the Billboard Contemporary Christian Charts, performing a remake of the Doobie Brothers classic, Jesus Just All Right, DC Talk. That was everyone's favorite Tonight Show host, Jay Leno, which reminds me of another Tonight Show host famously introducing another band on the show a couple decades prior, which brings me to the following theory. DC Talk is the Beatles of Christian music. (laughs) So let's backtrack it. Toby McKeon and Michael Tate began their musical collaboration shortly after meeting at Jerry Falwell's Liberty University back in the 80s. And it should be noted that Toby's nickname at the time was DC Talk because he was from Washington, D.C. When Kevin Max Smith joined the boys, they called themselves DC Talk and the One Way Crew. But ultimately simplified back to DC Talk, which they redefined as Decent Christian Talk in a master stroke of branding. Their self-titled debut and sophomore follow-up New Thing did well enough for the band. Their third album was free at last. And using the Beatles lens here, this was their help. The album that was a version of everything they had done before, but the best possible version of it, fusing together rap, rock, and soul in a manner that was a joyful noise to the Lord. If the BC boys were cool church camp counselors, they'd be DC talk. The album blew up, went platinum, and it would pave the way for their next two smash hit records, Jesus Freak and Supernatural. So, okay, let me make my Beatles case now. Both bands brought together very different personalities. Both bands were incredibly influential in their field and spawned many copycats for many years. Both bands were officially active for a relatively short amount of time. The Beatles for eight years, DC Talk for nine. And both started in one genre and ended pretty much in another entirely. If DC Talk started as Run DMC for G.O.D., they definitely concluded somewhere in the space between Nirvana and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And which member is which? I don't know. Kevin is John, Toby's Paul, or maybe they're all Ringo. But in the 90s, the contemporary Christian music world was still small enough that this biracial rap rock group with just five albums to their name would be cited as the most popular Christian band of all time. The catch is, it was probably one of the greatest ones, too, at the time. That's where the Beatles of it all comes into view. For a moment in time, in the view of most everyone in the CCM world, DC Talk occupied the ultra-rare intersection of the biggest and the best. If Christian music up to this point was a stuffy suit, DC Talk was a group of nice young boys here to unbutton the top button. Maybe the top two. So we listened to the album Free at Last, and we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun. I can't believe we make people do this. (laughs) Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. And we're here to have a little good Good Christian Christian fun. Fun. Fun, 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 fun bonus. What? Hey, any fun's a bonus in this world. Am That's right? true. In this economy. Caroline, how's your heart? Uh, my heart is good. My heart is jet lagged. Um, okay. I was in the City of Lights last week and it was great. Um, I LA was the City of... City of Angels is LA. City of Angels. Yeah. Okay. Paris is what I'm talking about. Yeah, the my aunt used to... P. The Big P. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite Laura Lane show. Time show. <laughs> 
a big pee. All right, so you're jet lagged. Yeah. Um, I also got my car towed today. Well, over the weekend while we were gone. Sad. But other than that, uh, I'm actually doing pretty good. Yeah. I'm here with my friends. Uh, I'm a friend. A friend. (laughs) (laughs) Friend and guest. Yeah. Let's not. Wait. Let's not jump to. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hey, all right. Well, let's not jump to conclusions. (laughs) See, I knew it. Okay. Um, How's your heart, Kevin? My heart's pretty good. Um, This is one of the, this is our third episode, or fourth, depending Mm -hmm. on you count it. And uh, we have some reception now to what we've done. This is the first one we're not recording like in a total vacuum of of things. And everyone's been very, very nice and very sweet and encouraging. So very helpful. My heart's good. It's been helpful. Yeah. In terms of like telling you what to say. And what not uh, to say. Just building up my old uh, ego. Yeah. Good. No, no, no. It's good for that. <laughs> Guys, comment sections. Read them. Read all of them. They're good. <laughs> They're good for that. But my heart's very good. Good. Because we have a very special guest. Yeah. For a very special topic. DC Talk is in the house. Doing Toby, it. Michael, Kevin. <laughs> the boys. <laughs> they're back in town. <laughs> no, they're not back in town. But we have maybe an even better guest than that. Certainly someone equally as musically talented. So let's introduce him right now. Oh, yeah. Lot of suspense. Guys, you may know his comedy from Vine or YouTube or Twitter. You may know know him from the Richard Dreyfuss album or the Wii Sports music. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Gabe Gundecker! Hello, (laughs) it's me. And I'm here to do your talks to the Lord. Come on, everybody, stand up and sing. Hallelujah, sing your praise to the Lord. Yo, get come on. You got to sing. Hey, 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 hey. And that's the whole song. Yeah, that was it. It faded. It'd be amazing if it actually did truly fade out. Welcome, Amy Grant Gabe. was very experimental. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. I'm really glad to be here. Good. Um, I'm glad that I, you know, had an excuse to listen to that DC <laughs> Talk album for the first time. <laughs> Did it? Do you feel like you're changed? It was. Uh, yeah. It was. It's. I can already tell it's going to be formative. <laughs> formative um, at yeah. this age. Ooh, do you think yeah. it's going to influence your music? I think that oh I will go gosh. back and listen to it. Wow. Um, maybe in a more in a genuine context wow maybe you know experimental but i I was really sort of um fascinated by it yeah Yeah. it's It's a lot well gabe thanks for joining us yes thank you let's start with let's start because this is gonna be a process let's start (laughs) with your faith background or lack of faith background how'd you grow up what's your relationship to the lord i grew up um going as a great question i grew up in uh winter park florida going to a little Lutheran church oh, with no like way. a, we just got a red neon sign like, uh, I guess, five years ago. That was a big, sexy. Big Interesting deal. that you still call it we. Ah, mm. yes. <laughs> they don't know that I'm agnostic yet. Wait, what does the spoiler. red neon sign even say? It says like Sunday, church on Sunday. It's what? Uh, you know, like you might see them outside of a liquor store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or it says like open. Is that just how it goes in Florida? Uh, like I, it's, I guess it's technically crosses. LED. Oh. It's um, one of those LED nice. signs. That's But it's fancy. only red, which is not a good hmm. color, not a nice color. No, mm, devil's red, color. Red neon always makes me think of like 
an adult book girls, store. Girls, girls, right. girls. Girls, 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 yeah. girls, girls, yeah. Books, 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 mm-hmm. girls, girls, girls. You wouldn't think Lutherans, Lutherans, Lutherans. <laughs> but that's the case. It's actually kind of brilliantly countercultural in that respect. Though. Exactly. Yeah. So you're at this little <laughs> Lutheran church. I was there, mm-hmm. and I would go every Sunday, you know, and I would... Um, what would we do? We would. I would. I would write in the thing during the sermon. I would. Yeah, I was giving a little coloring. P- pam- I was giving me like a coloring pamphlet. Very nice. Oh, that's something that does happen in church because oftentimes there'll be like little discussion. Car- I don't even know what to call it, or like study cards to follow along like with the sermon mm-hmm. notes. I remember yeah. those growing up where it would be like when the pastor says. God wants your blank, and it's like heart <laughs> or something. I guess we all just saw. See mother. if you were paying attention. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like oh, and then everyone would. Wait, fill did out you the have like time. a kids' version of the notes that had special coloring? Uh, we straight up had a coloring book. Yeah, so we'd go up for oh the the kids. There was some. All the kids would come and we'd That's sing nice. uh, one of the kids centric. Jesus songs. Mm-hmm. Jesus love you. Actually, was the intro to oh, going nice. up there. Jesus love you. And then he would do some sort of bit where he would, you know, it was like, give us candy or something. <laughs> Jesus uh, but, win. Wow. Yeah, Jesus, he was really Jesus trying was to win there. you guys wow. over. Yeah, but you know, we didn't fall for it. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> to... you know, Pastor Nixon would be up there and he'd make some metaphor with candy, you know, and and then we'd get a piece of candy and then we believe in God and right. then we we went back so to our works. seats and uh, there would be a coloring book. <laughs> And we could color during the sermon, and the sermons were always exhausting. You know? This your church sounds like the equi- like the church equivalent of a white van, <laughs> like a guy telling you like we got candy in here and puppies. Come no, on Pastor up. Pastor was really cool. He drove a VW Bug. <laughs> did he really? He sure did. VW. I used to want to drive a VW Bug. I no longer do. Mm. I just wanted to update you guys. Oh. Continue. <laughs> did you get confirmed in the Lutheran That's church? That's actually interesting because that is that is when I lost my face with my confirmation. No way. A couple days before. Um, it was this question. Um, uh, so, Pastor uh, Plumley, a lot of name drops here. Uh, she <laughs> Plumley and Nixon. She said, <laughs> "Heard of him? Jesus had been around, and she's great, by the way. Still a family friend. Yeah. She says Jesus uh, or God had been around forever. And I said, uh, "Well, I don't understand. You know, what do you mean? How do you know that? How could you possibly know that? Fair question. And she goes, "That's actually a great question. It's good to ask questions. <laughs> and I was like, "But you didn't." <laughs> You didn't answer my question. You didn't answer it. And she was like, that's great. You you know, you, you really it? get it. Yeah, well, that was her answer to that. And then hmm. I think she saw it as, she was really proud of me for doing that. Not realizing that that was the moment where I was first like, wait, well, wait a second. Do you not know? And then, and then um, I was confirmed a couple days later. But of course, that's also the fallacy of any belief is we don't know how it begins. So it, right. it's strange. That, but I guess that's the first time I sort of started to question. Uh, right. And it kind of noodled into your brain of like, do mm-hmm. I have to? But I still go Easter. I still go Christmas. Oh, you, do? you know, My family is still very religious. You're like a pumpkin spice latte at church. Ex- well, Seasonal. explain. Okay, yes. <laughs> right. Not Aww. basic. That's right. not what I was getting at. But yeah, really just sweet. every, yeah, too sweet. Just <laughs> branded, sweet. yes. But I do, I, that is so funny because I do feel like the questions you have as a young child, if they're not addressed in like the oh, yeah. most like holistic way or, or responsible or at least way. like mm-hmm. mildly satisfying. Right, know? then they yeah. stick with you because I do remember, I remember growing up in like, when I was like 12, 11 or 12, and and I would ask, because I kind of went to a, a private Christian school for a little bit in the midst of homeschooling. It was a weird like hybrid situation. Oh, yeah. I remember asking our teachers like, you know, are we... I was asking them about predestination, which oh, yeah. is a little God's planning. It's this idea of like, some people are predestined for heaven. 
and some people are predestined for hell. And that's just oh, the way wow. that, because really... God is, you know, all knowing. So it's like, oh, he knew before you were born, hell, heaven, heaven, hell, you know. And yeah. Just like, and then like the people that are destined for hell are like a, an example of God's judgment or something. Mm-hmm. Like they. A vessel of wrath is yeah, how the Bible called, would put it. That would be Calvinism, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. But those, part of it. those terms are not exclusive to calvinism okay yeah we're, right we're good we're we're going down to anyway so you're <laughs> i'm tracking i'm tracking no, but it's it is a big big argument well it's just one of those like i was just this dumb little 11 year old i was like what does it mean to be pre or i remember i would ask people <laughs> your at poor the school, teacher must have just been like oh god shut up like and they did they had to bring a pastor in to kind of like explain stuff or i remember asking other kids like do you believe in the one like there's one person set apart from Aww. you that you'll be with forever <laughs> And they <laughs> and, said, not for you, Kevin. <laughs> yep. And they were right. <laughs> they were absolutely right. Mm, TBD. But Kevinism. Those, what's, yeah, it is a form of Kevinism, yes. is what I'm describing. Kevinism. <laughs> All right, so, so that's where you were, and, and now you'd probably identify as like an agnostic. I do identify as an agnostic. Okay. Um, that's, uh, yes. Yeah. Fair. All right, we can like put you in that box. Thing, <laughs> but I don't know. A Carl's agnostic. Well, agnosticism... Not a Ricky Gervais. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. Okay. Wait, Carl... <laughs> like... Sagan. Sagan? You, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I already hear the sound. Carl Sagan. Oh, yeah. The universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, um... It is... Agnosticism, I really connect to, I guess, a lot more than atheism, generally, because it is still full of wonder and possibility. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not to not dogging on on atheism, but just for me personally, I do connect. With yeah, that. there's it's a still part of you that feels that there's still curiosity there, where it's like maybe I'm wrong, and that is exciting. Yeah, which is uh, still the view I currently have. I think. <laughs> That's exciting. Maybe I'm wrong, and it's still exciting. Yay! But guys, our topic today is that. Of DC talk, decent Christian talk. Apparently, <laughs> not Washington DC decent, talk. It was just Toby's Christian name because he's like, "Yeah, I'm from Washington DC." I mean, he just kind of reworked it. His his nickname, by the way, I was I was looking into this. His nickname before DC talk was Caucasian talk because he's a white rapper. Also, his other nickname is Caucasian. Goatee. Oh yeah, and goatee. so he started Goatee Records, mm-hmm. which he does not record under. But right? Yeah, I mean that that totally makes sense to me. Oh, that kind of bummed me out. You can't pay yourself. You gotta stand by Goatee Records, though. I mean, I think he does in other ways. He's mm. well. We'll get into it. But <laughs> DC Talk, did, Gabe, did you have any like exposure at all to not even necessarily like the hymns or whatever you would sing in church, but outside of that Christian music at all? You know. Uh, there was Z eighty eight point three was a local station. Mm-hmm. Um, was that a fish? Z eighty eight point three. No, it was a rainbow. Okay, and it was um, Ooh, oh, oh the progressive. More. <laughs> safe, safe for the little ears was their slogan. Oh. <laughs> safe, safe for the little ears, uh, which that can mean a lot. Any, any, my ears are small, yeah. and there will always be small. So. Always safe for me. So okay. for it to the end of time. That's right? fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's sort of not safe for the big ears. Is is I don't think is the so alternate. Barack part. Obama yeah. turns and he's like, "Well, can't listen to this." Yeah, not Ouchie. safe. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I guess you know Veggie Tales is probably as close as it got. I mean, we had that soundtrack. I would listen to that soundtrack quite a bit. Oh, you know, yeah. we love silly songs, loved Veggie Tales, good mm-hmm. stuff, yeah, funny stuff, cheeseburger, and th- with lessons too. Yeah, funny mm-hmm. stuff with lessons really is makes what you we're think. aiming for. <laughs> That's our other fun. tagline. Did you see? Their... Not safe for little ears is for us. Yeah, 
not safe for little ears? I don't think so. You did address our listeners as little bitches in the I first did, episode. I did, and I heard that a child did hear that. Oh, that is true. <laughs> Shouts out their to favorite Heather's word. kids. Yeah. <laughs> Heather, I'm so sorry. <laughs> is this podcast safe for little bitches? <laughs> It, I think it's safe for little bitches. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. I would N- rank is that, that that is a classification on iTunes. N S L B. N S L B. Yeah. <laughs> what were you What were you saying about Veggie Tales? Something. Listen did, to the album. Did you see? Oh, I was just on on. Uh, did you see on September 11th they posted it, uh, an oh. image of mm-hmm. like Veggie Tales remember September 11th and then they Are had Larry me? the tomato and yeah Bob the cu- Bob the cucumber or Larry the, the cucumber. cucumber Bob the tomato but they were smiling they were smiling and like in front of the in New York I think Are you kidding me Yeah they no, did that we Caroline we retweeted I thought, like, it we did we did oh and that's right <laughs> I was just wondering if they were gonna put Larry cu- <laughs> Larry two like, Larrys next to each other. <laughs> No, or like they, Bob no. is one and a half. Bob the Pentagon. Oh. Or oh, Bob, the <laughs> Bob the little terrorist. Yeah. Oh, oh no. no. I mean, listen. Well, to their credit, I did look back on the retweet. They deleted it. So someone well, said good. it's tone deaf. Veggie Tales is an interesting story we can get into yeah. at a later date. <laughs> so you you didn't have a relationship with the DC Talk before today. My first introduction. No, I do actually have a oh, relationship. Oh, you do? But okay. only... Through, I guess, like Ebom's world, seeing that little boy <laughs> do that performance oh, new thing. of New Thing. We're talking about New Thing. Out of breath, wearing <laughs> MC Hammer pants. Stuttering. Uh, stuttering, terrified, and just an amazing, amazing video. But a performer. Doing both part, doing all the parts. Selling it. Yeah, selling it. Oh, to so a, to a karaoke track that I, I don't believe <laughs> is actually the new thing. <laughs> he gets Car- off. He gets pretty far off the right. track. I mean, and to be clear, this is this is a take on... <laughs> this is the title track from New Thing, their second album. And this must have been in the 8... Well, no, it was in the 90s because the album came out. By the way, we should note, this is just part one on DC Talk. So we're not going to get into the full... There's going to be many further discussions. But just for a little context, because I did see Middleditch. Thomas Middleditch posted a new thing. thing. I was like, he he did not grow up on DC Talk. But this video was viral. This video is huge. This this video is a lot of people's, I think, gateway into the (laughs) band. Christian music. The Lord Jesus Christ is the one who gives us new life. And he's doing a thing for us. <laughs> okay, this kid. Balloons. I mean, you always don't it. Swivel, full swivel. Yeah, I like that lurch. I mean, this kid is like oh, Stranger Things level charming. I find. Put him in the next it. Let's do it. <laughs> My yacht is doing a brand new thing. But since time began, he remains the same. Faithful, committed to his All work. Right. And- <laughs> we can get into this later. I will say that the, the description, <laughs> the description on YouTube says, Michael Clancy is the name of the rapper. He is now an attorney and can be found on Twitter at Law for the Masses. No way. <laughs> so this kid grew up and he's a lawyer and he's probably doing great. What would have been a better name? Law for the for the new things. Law for law for the new thing. New law. New in you law. New thing law. Yeah, new thing law. Whatever. So, did you have a connection DC talk growing up, Caroline? Uh, I knew. I, I of course like knew the name. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think I think I know Jesus Freak, but a lot of this stuff, like I didn't realize they went back to the '90s. I thought they were like a 2000s band, if anything. No, they um, never made an album in the 2000s. Yeah, so. 
so I knew of them, but I wasn't like super into DC. I wasn't a DC head. Not a DC head. I don't know. They. Don't, I don't think they had a name for their fans. Talking heads. The talking. The talking heads. Yeah. <laughs> it was very confusing. The decent Christians. Low search engine optimization. The decent Christians. I remember in our house we had Jesus Freak, which was their album after this one, which right. was the huge multi platinum yes. smash hit in Supernatural. My brother had those growing up because they were like sound wise pretty accessible. All in all. Oh, yeah. This album, we did not have. I, so all the songs I knew from this before listening to it this past week were from Greatest Hits compilations. Oh, okay. Like, uh, you know, Jesus is just all right. So you didn't know how much funk they had. Wow. No, I did not. I, I absolutely did not. So I think we should probably dive in, let's right? Let's hop on in. Let's dive in. Come on, let's go. <laughs> okay. Good. Let's talk about good one. The album is free at last. Should we just start with the first track? Take this, my car Down with the DC talk. Down with the DC talk. So this, I think, was on like one of the greatest hits I had growing up. So I remember it from that. Mm-hmm. Here's my first question. Objectively, mm-hmm. is Toby Mac better, worse, or on the same level as Vanilla Ice? I'm gonna say he's a better rapper. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, but uh, a worse person. <laughs> Vanilla Ice is famous for being a great person. <laughs> Those houses. I guess on the whole, he's better. I I was listening to them side by side. I, I wanted to be very fair, and I feel like I do enjoy his his raps, his flows, yeah. even though he does rhyme flow with Drano in this <laughs> song. I think actually coming up pretty quick. He, he rhymes something with great commission. Oh, yeah, in this song. I That's not a rhyme. Anyway, I thought he was more inspired by Eminem, if anything. That's it. Yep. Explain-o and Drano. Okay, there's an earlier lyric in this song. Uh-huh. Um, it's in the opening, uh, what would you call it, stanza? <laughs> yeah, I would call it. <laughs> he said he's looking up from his Bible and... Pulling out my big black book. My big black book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he says... He's talking about like the word love that he's reading. And he says he looks up and saw a big V. Yeah. Which was the lyric? Yeah. Right. What did you? Did what you, would? What do you think when you think? Well, the lyric is pulling out my big black book because when I need a word to find, that's where I look. Oh wait. Wait. So, so is a dictionary? I mean, it might be. <laughs> I mean, Bibles. Bibles came in many shades at this point mm-hmm. in time. So it wasn't just. A black book. I mean, although when I think black book, I think numbers of ladies, right? Oh. So maybe it's a girl named Veronica (laughs) that he loves. Beyond the the, like obvious connotations, I couldn't even understand what that meant. Like, was he reading LU and then saw V in front of him? And what would the V symbolize? The V is verb. Verb? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so it's not just a noun. Oh, love is a verb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Did that track for you? No. <laughs> pulling pulling out my big black book. Yeah. I that's that must have been he must Whipping have known out. the 
what he was know. doing there. I don't know. I don't know if he did. Here's the thing <laughs> about DC Talk is, at least in my estimation, I don't think they're cool. I don't think they're cool at all. <laughs> but in that la- like profound lack of cool, I think they almost flip over themselves and become cool again. <laughs> because you think they're like admirably naive, maybe? Yeah, I mean, there's so there's not a modicum of irony or insincere in all the. I watched the movie Free at Last, which was unproduced until they put it out with the album. I watched yes. all the music videos, the interviews around this time, the lyrics. Like they are selling it so much, and not in a not in a detached way, and especially in the way irony became such a currency in the '90s and the late '90s. They're like. They're into this, like Toby Mac. They're 100% in. This is serious. Yeah. This is so, what we're talking about. So I feel like they do loop around and become oddly admirable <laughs> in their just complete commitment to what they're saying again. That's nice. Now, the value of what they're saying, <laughs> TBD, I found Love is the Verb to be one of my favorite tracks on the album. Was the guy in the beginning Jimmy Stewart? I thought it was the uh, the the millionaire from Gilligan's Island. Oh yeah. Let's listen to it again. Take this man for a ride. Oh yeah. What does he say? Take this man for a ride. Take this man take for this a ride. Take this mofo for a ride. No, take this man oh. for. <laughs> and they're gonna t- and then they do they take us for a ride. They, they do. do. What did you think of this song? You know, down with the DC talk was one where I was like, I'm ready to skip. I'm ready to get to the next one. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I think you know I. Th- there are, there are some down? songs to come that I was really impressed by the sort what? of the flows. No, not the flows. The the actual production. Okay. And some of mm-hmm. some of the some of the chord changes were actually pretty interesting. I think. Well, this is where your perspective is going to be especially valuable because you're much more of a musician uh, than yeah. Caroline or myself, and it's hard to to divorce the enjoyment of the music from like just a technical. Was this good at the time? <laughs> like like it's going to be hard to assess. You know, for a 15-year-old 10 years from now, like, oh, this song came out in 2017, The Chainsmokers. Was it good? I don't know. Like, it's right. it's mm-hmm. so hard to, like, recontest. Was this so derivative of other people at the time yeah. that it's not original? I literally can't tell. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because we weren't really there. No. There is, I, I think there's a lot of derivative elements, obviously, of, it reminds me of that Paula, what's her name song? A lot of their music reminds me Abdul? of Abdul? Yeah, It Takes Two, the way she raps with the cat. <laughs> oh, MC Scat Cat. Yeah, MC Scat Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she raps yeah. with that cat. A lot of their, a lot of the songs on this kind of sound like that. Mm-hmm. But yes. then they do. They have kind of a that, track. Like, sweet rap. They have a track later on that that is like an old beat. I don't know. They're doing. It sounds like they're doing for like a tribe called Quest kind of thing. And <laughs> it's it's like wow. Look at look at these guys go. These guys. What is it? Jesus is just all right. It is a. It's like a. No, it's a. Um, it's like a forty second track. Or is it the bottom here? Hey, yo, yo, T. Yes. This one. Why don't you tell them that story about how you went back in the day on the This got you grooving. Listen to this. Yo, tell them that story, man. We're gonna go back to the basics of the oh. hip hop scene. Just a loop and some lyrics and a mic, you know what I mean? <laughs> this is pretty fun. <laughs> I mean, what is this genre of rap generally called? Because they all just, they sound like they're all having a good time. You know what I mean? There's like a buoyancy to it that you don't hear as much now. My name now. is Mike and I'm yeah. here to say I'm it's here a, to rap it's a rippity in a fun rap. way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I th- this is clearly like they're just doing a Tribe Called Quest sort of... Um, 
It's, but it's not parody. It's just like they're just trying to do that genre, right. the and genre. they do it really well. And yeah. but that song is actually not very religious. That one is kind of just like a break from it all. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the that's sort of the same thing is a lot of them leave religion for a while, and then they, <laughs> they like if it's just about love or it's they about being of good. Boomerang. They kind of boomerang. How did that make you feel about it? Did you feel like you're being hoodwinked, or was it like oh. a lot of the times that that is how it feels? It feels like. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, because you're you're grooving to a song, and then all of a sudden it's like, and you have to believe in God. You know, <laughs> to keep going. You know that bridge where they say, yeah, and you'll keep go, listening if you want to go to heaven, <laughs> right? Go to hell and you smell. It is, that, and that's the problem with so much of this stuff. Is it? It's like having a nice conversation with a friend of yours that might have a gun under the table. The time, <laughs> where it's like, oh, this is great. We're really connecting and having fun, right? But they came here to but talk about a beef. <laughs> by the way like, hey. and they're they're switching topics i think or you could look at it from the flip side of like i came here from a, for a christian band and i'm getting more than i have even asked for which i think and is i appreciate the it optimistic view of a lot of people <laughs> yeah. who, who are listening to this stuff because it was they truly knew what they were getting and this kind of made rap this was probably the first <laughs> rap ever to be on Christian radio. There is a was song. Was not until 1992. Wasn't there a song on their first album or the second one that's just called I Love Rap? Oh, you're talking about I Love Rap Music? I always have and I always will. <laughs> <laughs> that felt like, I'm sure for them, that felt like a tectonic shift to say that. Oh, yeah. In where they came from, because they came from a pretty conservative background. I mean, they met so at Liberty kinda... University. Jerry Falwell's yes. university. Which Donald it, Trump's first... Right. Address to a collegi- collegiate crowd was there. Which is so interesting. So I assumed, and they are a pretty conservative band, even like the individual yeah, members. I didn't realize to this how day. conservative they were. Michael Tate, who is the African American member of, of the band, did endorse Ted Cruz explicitly last wow. year. And, but they do, so there's this documentary called Free at Last, and they do wrestle with their upbringing and the fact oh, that really? they were raised. Or that they met and their origin is so tied into Liberty University because Liberty University is so like strict with you can't drink at Liberty University. Mm -hmm. You can't do that. Like you can't listen to a certain kind of music. And then that's where they're from. So it feels very odd. Does Liberty University try to like really own them? Like we're the... We're the University of DC talk. You heard them? <laughs> you know how universities brag sure, about like, the famous like, people? Oh, by the way, you know who came here <laughs> was LBJ or whoever the case may be. <laughs> right. Uh, not, I, I don't think, I don't know. I don't think it has as much cultural cachet now as it maybe once did. But let's, let's turn our attentions to the second track on the album, which is maybe a subgenre of a subgenre of Christian music called this is how girls should be. Oh, God. This song. <laughs> the other night I met a girl and she looked at me so nice. I asked her for the digits and she didn't think twice. Yikes. A couple of days later, called her up and asked her out. She said, with you? I said, with me. And then she said, without a doubt. I took her to the garden where I guess they grow the olives. She wore a tighter skirt than any I had seen in college. What? She said, I love to smoke and drink while cursing like a sailor. I asked her where she got her mouth <laughs> and if she had a tailor. Finally, I walked her to the door to say goodnight. Right. She said, I am an apple. Would you care to take a bite? A bite? Politely, I refused and said, I'm looking for a lady. So she slapped me in my face and said, Boy, you must be crazy. This is very nice. I love the melody. I love it. Yeah. It's actually the rap that's troubling on this one. Oh my gosh. Not, not in a technical sense, but what he's saying. This song made me so viscerally mad So listening to it. Well, 
Oh. What's interesting about this is uh, the, the, most rap music was doing this exact same song, but to an entirely different yes. degree. They they weren't like she wanted a kiss, and I did, and like that's not the evil thing is that she just right. wanted a kiss. Right. You know, it's a it's, no, it is in this song, but in this one, it is yeah, exactly. It's like right. they're totally. It's like. Uh, yeah, um, I think they were trying to overcorrect what a lot of hip hop does, which is like really objectify women and only talk about having sex with them or whatever. And they're like, we're gonna do there like, is a Christian version there of is that, a section and they of go the song horribly in the other direction. Where they <laughs> just sing over and over again, respect women. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's one of the you know what's cool, respecting women, respecting women, and yet they basically call this woman a whore. <sighs> yeah, this is a lot of. Uh, Proverbs 31 stuff. Here, yes, here we go. it mentions that. God laid it on my heart to search for this. Okay. So I open up the word to the book of Proverbs. The 31st chapter tells me all about her. Charm is deceitful and beauty is pain. A woman who fears the Lord, she ain't playing. She ain't playing. Because I'm saying it clearly. She's the kind of girl I got to have me. Okay. Kind of girl. Let's break down the crimes that this girl committed. Okay. Okay. So she said... She said, I like drinking, cussing like a sailor. After he took her to the Garden of Olives, which does ask the question, was this the first branded content in contemporary Christian music? And she was wearing too tight of a skirt, and she went a little smooch at the end of the date. She is like an apple, or she is literally an apple. All right. I think she sounds fun. Was that necking because of her... No, because she... No, I think that just meant like... I don't know. Adam and Eve, you wanna... right? Yes. Oh, but, probably. Which see, is, this is a, yeah. this is just like Mother Man. It's like you can't track the allegory one for one. As much <laughs> I think as you she was just to. trying to get out of this Olive Garden date. <laughs> Do you think she literally said, "Let's go eat some apples"? <laughs> Instead, <laughs> he's like, "I don't care about your breadsticks." I know what that one no, is. Oh, ma'am, I heard that trick before. I took her to the garden where I guess they uh. grow olives. Then she said, I love to smoke and drink while cursing like a sailor. <laughs> she sounds fun. Is that the rhyme? Uh, yep. I asked her where she got her mouth and if she had a tailor. So the guy says, mm. why are you talking like that? Also, can you get your skirt fixed? Yeah. Is right. the- it's a little uneven. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So she said, I, oh, she says, I am an apple. Would you care to take a bite? Mm-hmm. That, She's the apple. Yeah, she is the apple. Sort of I, a, I, I heard, I, I have an apple. But she says, I am an apple. <laughs> sort of like a, a, a preface to Veggie Tales, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's She's, fruity she's literally an apple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A fun apple. Yeah. And that apple in Veggie Tales was a hoe. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was there a hoe apple in Veggie Tales? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Madam Blueberry? <laughs> Yeah, Madam Blueberry, Blueberry, the hoe apple, the hoe apple, (laughs) in Veggie Tales. I'm I'm so sorry, I forgot about that. Uh, Okay, and so then in the second part of the song, in contrast, he talks about this his ideal girl who's behind the church doors. He says she's virtuous in every way, Uh, and she looks like my mother. She just like my mommy. She hugs me. She puts me in bed. Which is a theme, another running theme. In Christian music, there's a song called Barlow Girl by Super Chick. Oh, yeah. And the refrain is, all the band boys in the band want a valentine from a Barlow Girl. Boys think they're the bomb because they remind them of their mom. Oh, so there is this yes. prevalent theme of date your mommy. <laughs> date <laughs> you, your mommy, date you your daddy. Want, you want to date your mommy. Too. You want to date your daddy. Um, <laughs> have you guys ever heard the whore Madonna complex? Sure. What that is? Yeah. Because that's what this is. It's like that... Is, I'm going to butcher this, of course, but the idea that for like 
it's a kind of misogyny where you only classify women as like whores or Madonnas. So like really slutty, like you're going to be my downfall. You're trying to tick trick me, you're trying to deceive me. And then there's like this really virtuous woman who's like not really desirable maybe, mm-hmm. but is like this holy and it's, you know, also sure. a mother type figure. And so this is like, it's so fell into that. It's almost like shocking of like, really guys? Mm-hmm. Oh man. It's pretty binary. Pretty oh, binary. It's awful. Yeah. Um, so that's why I was really, really mad. <laughs> and this is, the, this is the music you hear in your head when you're so mad. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to... I, we could break down the Proverbs 31 stuff. We're going to find that a lot. Yeah. There's, there's a chapter in the Bible, Proverbs 31, that describes like the positive qualities of a woman. And a lot of people take it as like, this is the ideal woman. Yeah. And really like to throw it at women is like all these kind of charm is deceitful, beauty is vain. But a woman who pleases the Lord should be praised. Should be praised. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's all part of it. So he's like infusing. I don't want a cussing sailor drinking lady. <laughs> I want a P thirty one girl. And that became. I remember that was a big thing in youth group and stuff. It's like be you a want Proverbs a girl that yeah w- yeah to the women be. And that was pretty much it in terms of models, even more so than like this lady yeah. in the Bible. Well, and a lot of them, it got problematic too because a lot of the time it was like this woman is only within the context of like a wife or a mother. Yeah, and which then, is like, really with hard. More liberal Christians would be like, well, she goes to work and she's like a career woman too, mm-hmm. so it's okay. <laughs> it's hard that there most of the verses addressed explicitly to women in the Bible are about. How to their be like a good relationship wife. Yeah. to their men yeah, or, or children? Yeah, it's all. Yeah. It doesn't quite pass the Bechtel test, I guess, is what I'm saying. Mm. The Bible does not. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shock. Um, oh, here we go. Oh, this part is cool. I'm sorry. I, I just think I'm the so music mad at you. <laughs> no, it, I, <laughs> the music is cool. Is this it's, where you do you think it would be cool if they're like Hitler's number one and we love him? And the music would oh. the music would still be cool. It There's nuance if, if, you, if you entirely attach it detach it from the lyrics. <laughs> I would of course say that Hitler lyric is is wretched, wretched, it's wretched. objectionable. Where, where does he think sing about respect? He says respect in this. I just when I hear music like this and I and I hear this sort of interesting sort of. The design of it is really good. I just think, you know, this see, this sounds like the Isley Brothers. What they do right there? Mm-hmm. Why are they? What? Why, why did they choose to limit themselves to Christ, to Christian music? And and well, or was it a choice? This see, and and I guess we'll never truly know the truth of this. But I feel like bands, especially bands where it's like, wait, we're all Christians? Like you two. You two is three quarters Christian in the band. So there's this crossroads. Crossroads. Hello. Fork in the road. Where you can say, okay, we're going to do this market, which is much smaller, and we can be a huge fish in a little pond. Yeah. Or try to be the biggest band ever to everybody. Right. And of and, course, they wouldn't like explicitly say these are commercial goals. And I think for most of them, it wouldn't be. But sure, but I mean, DC it can talk, be a strategy. I'm sure thing. there's no way we would be talking about them right now. If they, were like, <laughs> they were just like, if band. they were just, yeah, like a hit three hip hop guys. Yeah. And but if you do, if you bring quality to that space, everyone worship not worships you, obviously, yeah, but just but it like, does, like, whoa, they're like, we can great. do that, mm-hmm. like, or it feels like dipping your toe in like mainstream culture, which you would like to 
but is maybe not safe because sometimes the messages aren't good. And so like we get to have our own version where we still get to feel like fun, <laughs> but it's, it's a about safer, something that's more important to us. I think, you know? and especially if you grow up in the church and stuff, it feels like a safer bet if you have experience with gospel music and yes. stuff. So <laughs> my sister, <laughs> my sister called me earlier today to ask because um, her four-year-old daughter is doing a hip-hop class, mm-hmm. and she wanted to show them a hip-hop dance, and so my sister called me <laughs> to ask if there was like a uh, like a clean hip-hop artist that she could play so that mm-hmm. she could dance for them, which I thought was really sweet. Yeah. So I told her Lecrae. Lecrae, yeah, Lecrae. <laughs> People like Lecrae. I don't have any. But I think that's like them. that's a huge part of this following too is like families or things like that that want their kids to like enjoy rock music or whatever but like here's something that i know won't like infect your mind with like sure i mean except drugs except for which is so interesting because because that's this that song is incredibly the message is is not good but a huge amount of christians would be like amen love it yeah and that's what I and I think that's something Caroline and I and and other people I think peers of ours have had to untangle for the last however many years. Totally is the idea that because there is this this um, kind of bubble of safety that does exist. See, they played this on Christian. They're Christian artists. Like mom and dad can drop you off at the concert and then see you at midnight and not have to worry about it, mm-hmm. right? Because they're, they're not going to be smoking weed in the pit or whatever. But the ideas can be profusely more offensive and insidious and poisonous, even if the overall, like, surface-level sheen Because they sound good. Yeah, so this can encourage in young men, and and probably young women too, like, some deeply regressive views on gender roles. Yeah. But and they I don't was swear. one of those girls at some point that was like, "Yeah, I want to be. I don't want to be the one in the short skirt, and that's all you want from me. Like, I want to be a church, and you'll come find me there. And like, that's <laughs> dating." <laughs> Wait, you you did aspire to that? Oh yeah, point. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I that's was, how you got your husband, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, we did. Both really you met a community group. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair, but but yeah. How did you guys feel like hearing that? Like, I'm of course very mad, but what did you think when you heard that like message? There's this song by Tribe Called Quest called Butter, and it's sort of the exact same message he talks about a girl. Well, well, what he talks about is um, a girl who, why do you, why do you want to look good? You know, why you try to wear so much makeup? I don't care about that stuff. It's stupid. <laughs> and, and it's so, it's so like, yes, you do. You know, this is like, you're just finding any reason to hate on a girl. Yeah. And so, when I heard that, and I knew this was from the early 90s, it was like, well, this is... This is just the reality of this. Even though this is Christian, it's just the reality of hip hop music in the early nineties. Oh, so you thought this like aligned with basically how hip hop artists thought of yeah, women it's sort of in general through a Christian filter, a, yeah, Christian flavor of yeah. something yeah. that was happening. And <laughs> that's so true because it is. Yeah, and that's a, again, that's going to be a hard thing for us to like contextualize in history. Is what what part of this was part of mainstream? Like, oh man, they're super offensive, transphobic, homophobic jokes on friends from like yeah. not that long ago. But if it was like a, a Christian, if it was a Christian, I think there are Christian sitcoms now, by the way. Are there really? I think Pure Flix, which is a movie studio behind a lot of Christian movies, has oh, yeah. created the first, I think it's called Pumping the Brakes. And it's about a NASCAR driver. I could begin this wrong. Pumping the brakes. Yeah, we'll we'll <laughs> I love hitting how much the brakes. Christian like titles are 
inadvertently so dirty. I don't, I don't see how that's dirty. Oh, you don't? Okay. No, no, no. How uh, did you feel hearing this message, Kevin? I don't, I'm really uncomfortable <laughs> anytime a man's like, a woman should do this. A woman should do that. <laughs> she shouldn't do rip. this. She shouldn't do that. <laughs> Which is Toby Max. Let, let, and by the way, let's get a, a good hand on, on who all these people are. Because even for me growing up with it, it was confusing. Wait, yeah, wait the, the black what? one's not the rapper? You know, when uh, yeah. I was like 13 years old. What? <laughs> so so Toby Mac, the rapper Toby McKeon, he's, he's the white guy. He's the one that's pretty much been the most successful and most consistent throughout the years he's still going yeah and he's going pretty you know he's got his own record label mm-hmm. his albums do well he's the one with the goatee yeah and he seems the most stable he's had you know the same marriage he and seems nice kids. yeah he seems like a good dude and he's the only one on the first just so scared of women <laughs> right yeah i wonder if he was married by this point or not yeah but yeah. so he's the only one that has songwriting credits on these songs so the other two guys michael tate Michael Tate is Seal. Kevin Max is Bono mixed with Sting. Kevin Max, okay. right? Yes. You get Bono mixed with Sting vibes. I'm yes. From the vocals. Right now. It's a lot of look. Get ready for that. Bono mixed with. Please Sting. Google these guys. You see, they see both the... have goatees in this photo, so this is oh, really shoot. throwing me off here. Sorry. McKeon has more of a narrow face, I'd say. Sure. Pointy. Okay, they both kind of look pointy. I guess I'll never know. <laughs> all this is to say they're to- all wearing suits. Toby White rapper Michael Seal. And Kevin Bono Sting, yeah, is Bono and Sting. that can that'll be a good glossary to help us understand how <laughs> to talk about these songs. Now, the song I was most familiar from with from this album was "Jesus Is Just All Right," which is a cover of a Doobie Brothers song. I made me so upset when I figured when you that found out. out there was a cover. Yeah, because they performed it on all the like talk Could shows. You play it with that intro. That that intros the cover. I the, love that little audio intro. Oh, the... No, that was a Sonic... The Greer? Oh, the Greer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He said something right beforehand. This is, uh, this is Greer. Uh, hey, let me tell you something. I just heard the new Free at Last record by DC Talk. Hey, guess what, man? I think they sampled some stuff, but don't say anything. I heard some stuff on some of my old records that I think they picked. They may get in trouble. <laughs> Bye. So do we know who Greer is? No, I thought no. you were going to tell us who Greer was. I looked it up because I was like, oh, this guy sounds like, you know, like he's like very clear, like a 45-year-old pastor trying to be like famous like, pastor. It feels like trying to be cool. <laughs> hey, listen, man, you know. I thought it was Kevin Max doing a character. Is it? That's what I, I thought, th- too. That's what I thought. It sounded like a I silly think, voice. I, I think like they that. play characters like <laughs> like they, uh, yeah, they. I think they play characters in some of the other so skits. So char- his album. character is Greer. <laughs> one of his oh. Kevin Max best characters. So it's his Greer Bora. is not a real artist that they're like admitting that they ripped off. Uh, to me it sounded like universe. I in my mind it was like people listening to this record in the 90s are going to know who Greer is <laughs> and it's like a really cool cameo <laughs> that they got Greer. <laughs> Buddy, it sounds like you got Greered. Yeah. Dude, you got Greered real yeah, bad. Yeah, I sure did. The there's three music videos to come out of this album. Mm. One of which is Jesus is just all right. Which takes place entirely <laughs> in the desert. In a sepia desert. And <laughs> honestly, I love it. I think the, it's fun. the video is really fun and cool. <laughs> the opening shots of the video, I, I love. <laughs> it's people They're flipping. Flying. They're flying in the air in slow motion. 
It's like when they did Disney Channel movies. They're like a little intro. Totally. <laughs> yeah, for the... And it's Toby and Kevin and Michael all posing. If you guys want to have a this really nice little 90s... This is like uh, a... Um, taste. Go ahead and look this up. Like a Bill Nye the Science Guy rap video. Yeah. Bill! 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 <laughs> Bill! 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 In the wide open desert. Oh, there's crosses. I don't think I noticed that. You didn't notice the three huge crosses <laughs> in the desert? I was looking at Max. <laughs> Wait, do you think he's good looking here? Objectively, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's the one that seems the most like troubled artist type. And actually the one that feels like the most outsidery from the trio. He's the only one I've seen play an instrument. Right, he plays keyboards sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, with an earring. Right. I think the way Elvis plays the guitar. I believe that I failed to mention that. There's a lack of recognition. The yeah. choreography is uh, bizarre. <laughs> I think this song is excellent. <laughs> I think it's good. And maybe because it is a, a cover. Brothers song. I know. It's not their song. Down with the one who is known as the Just sun. Just kidding. DC Talk can have good songs, but th- this is like their big song. I mean, there's a history of bands making cover songs their own. That is true. I point you to the Beatles, Twist and Shout. Oh, yeah. That's which is point. the Isley Brothers. Again. Jeff Buckley. Hallelujah. Hall- hall- not his song. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Buckley Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we might get to that later. Yeah. Jesus is just all right is a good song. But Gabe, <laughs> you were saying before we recorded that there was one song that you might have had a little issue with. Yes. <laughs> and I think I might have had a little issue with it too. Quite a bit. Okay. Which one is that? Um Can I can I take a guess? I'm gonna I'm gonna take a guess. Go I'm gonna for play it. one. Wait, give him something. Give him a little something. Go ahead, man. Break it down. When you really break it down. We're just two honks and a Negro serving the Lord. We're just two honks and a Negro singing our song. We're just three honks. Isn't it funny that you can't sing along to a DC Talk song? (laughs) Parents. Okay, so that was from their that was from their appearance on Arsenio Hall. They sang that. Mm-hmm. That the guy saying, "Give him a little something." That's Arsenio. So there's there's video of this on YouTube, and Arsenio's just standing there grabbing his crotch and listening to them and kind of <laughs> chuckling at them because they are they are so very sincere oh. when they sing it. I mean, it's supposed to be a funny song. Yeah, I think I think they're having a little goof. Is is the idea? We're just two honks and a Negro <laughs> serving the Lord. Oh my God! He's laughing at them. We're just two honks. He's just looking and a at them. Negro but look at their faces. They absolutely. He points to Michael. At one point. Oh yeah, Kevin Max goes and uh, X Y Z. Oh my God! Fill in the blank. And then points to him. Yeah, to, to reiterate. Just in case you weren't sure. <laughs> Which one of us? That would if this album was released today, I think that might have not made the cut. That might have been a problem. Yeah. For him. <laughs> but I imagine that um <laughs> the song about women would have totally that totally passed. <laughs> I think that would still I we think that still passes in Christian mm-hmm. culture for sure. For Oh, for this. this is important to note. Yeah. Uh <laughs> They started an anti-racism foundation. Erased. Called Erase with a C. Which is... Instead of an S. uh, Erasing racism Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. creating equality. E-R-A-C-E. Did you guys look at their website? Still there. Is it old? 
it's hella old. Still has some flash going on. Did they erase it? No, it's still there. I racism? was amazed. <laughs> did yeah, they think they did it? Racism is still there, yeah. I think we mm. owe them a huge debt. Wow. It doesn't get talked about enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, what DC Talk did yeah. Here's one of race the, relations By the way, America. this is one of the big paradoxes of CCM, is that I I do believe, after reading all this stuff the last couple of weeks, about Toby Mac and reading interviews with him, I believe he legit believes in this stuff i believe oh, he yeah. sincerely believes oh, in like of course he does racial reconciliation yes and even in in the the movie they go to birmingham and and he just talks about you know white people want to pretend this stuff didn't exist blah, blah, yeah blah, and he's blah. like we need to acknowledge our part in it or something yeah but yeah. he seems kind of trapped in hell because he is still the most famous rapper in christian music <laughs> <laughs> and it's him so his his label like they're big on Having all kinds of Having people like of a color. diverse group. Yeah, super awesome. diverse. And he's he's committed to it. And there's a bunch of songs in the DC Talk catalog before, previous, and post this about race, including right. one on this on this album. I think I listened to it. That, um, Is it socially acceptable? Socially acceptable. Is that the song you had an issue yes, with? Yes, okay. I love that song. Let's listen to <laughs> the song Gabe Loves. I do not. Socially oh. acceptable. He's being sarcastic. Okay. So... Okay. A bit of whoop. Feel fresh. Whoop, whoop. I just, I mean, I think the music throughout this album is good and fun, and I like it. It's pretty consistent. Yeah. Yeah. I listened to their rock stuff. Did not like their rock stuff later on. Oh, no. the Jesus Freak Supernatural stuff. I do like Grand this cute. album. Yeah. They have a good in sync. They're thing pulling going like sometimes. from every genre, subgenre of eight, late '80s and '90s rap, and yes. Adding Jesus to it. Yeah, and it feels like an appropriate culmination rather than like chasing something down. Exactly. It feels. Grinizing to society's ways. Society's got to be all out of whack. And don't bother with excuses whether white or black. To blame it on a color won't get a result because history reveals to me how ethics. So there's one line in this song that really sticks out to me. It's a. Uh, Human rights have made the wrongs okay. What does he mean by that? Human rights have made the wrongs okay. Is he saying that human rights are bad? That they've... Human rights have made the wrong... Times are changing with morals in decay. Human (laughs) rights have made the wrongs okay. Mm Mm-hmm. That's probably exactly what you think it is. (laughs) Is that gay stuff? Yeah. Oh, right? Shit. Because they're Probably. talking about how like ethics are sliding and morals are sliding and these are something's some missing boys. and if you're asking me, I think that something is the GOD which is God spelled out. Jod. Right, right, Jod. Jod. We believe in Jod on, on <laughs> good Christian. <laughs> well, the fun. thing that was confusing to me about this song too was like it starts out and you think it's going to be a song about racism like they're they're Top topic. They're gonna get into it, and then it just goes super broad. And like ethics are gone, morals are it is gone, so vague. And it's yeah. and they don't even really address racism. Sort of terrifyingly vague. Yeah. The first, yeah. <laughs> there's a tear in how undefined it is. To the it. Toby's first rap verses. Society has gotten to be all out of whack, and don't bother with excuses whether white or black. Don't blame it on a color. Won't all get a result. Matter, basically. Because history really reveals to me how all lives matter. What? what? Whoa. <laughs> oh, no. But you know what? I think that that might have been the tone and flavor. I don't know. This, 
what can three honks solve this tonight? <laughs> <laughs> that might have been the flavor of what racial equality meant in the early 90s, though. Was, I think you're giving him too much credit. Do you think? Oh, yeah. Well, because I do feel like there's something in the generation before us of we're all colorblind. A person's a That's person. True. It yeah. doesn't matter. Like, and now it's see like that. there mm-hmm. needs to be there and there should be a celebration of of difference. Yeah. Like, and, no, it exists. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and to be lauded and not just like. Who cares? It's a person. I don't treat look them all at the, the same. Yeah, treat them all the yeah, which feels regressive in a different way. Well, treating them the same is good. <laughs> no, 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 I don't think right. so. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Okay. Okay. Um. There's a great line here um, mm. where it reveals that he doesn't know what a pun is. He says, <laughs> "Oh, I I had that same note. Yeah. I had the same note. <laughs> I didn't catch this. Go ahead this. and say it. In reality, our decency has taken a plunge. In God we trust is an American pun. <laughs> in God we trust. So I think he means to say, in God we trust. No one respects it anymore. That's a joke. Yeah, right. But, not, but it's not a pun. Yeah, it's Unless not like there's in God we bust. That's just yeah. like that. <laughs> Does anyone say in dogs we trust? I do. That'd be a pun. Can you join the revolution? Actually, that would be a pun. In dogs we trust would be a pun. (laughs) In dogs we trust, no way, no how. My God is my Lord, not bow, wow, wow, like something like that. You know, DC, they're not. That would have been good. They're not the Christian or the comedy talk, you know, they're just Christians. They're not here to make the, (laughs) the jokes. What's the deal? Dog comedy talk. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with Jason Cars? Now that's a band I listen to. Oh, uh, Lil Ruff, Lil Ruff. Okay, and then I think, let, let's round out the discussion. Yeah, wait, Gabe, did you have more to say about this song? Oh, they just say what the hey in that in this. I like that a lot. <laughs> they, do, they do say that. They I do like say what the hey. It was taboo back then, but today you say what the hey. <laughs> <laughs> I've said what the hey before. I'll admit it. I'll go on record on this podcast. I've said what the hey. All Gross. these morally the, irreprehensible people saying what the hey. Just shrugging. <laughs> Yo, what the hey, man? <laughs> give hey. a hey. Why don't give you a give a hey instead? Not Why don't you hey, go to hey? Hey, don't go to hey. Go to hey. Listen to this podcast. Then, hey, listen. We're not going to make you go to church. <laughs> uh, it's good Christian fun. We'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the standout track oh, on the, the album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> standout for many reasons. Another subgenre of the subgenre of contemporary Christian music, which is the abstinence anthem. Purity songs. Purity songs are a big deal. Mm-hmm. I don't. From, yeah. Okay. We won't go all the way into purity culture in this. I think we should save that for I kiss dating goodbye. French kiss dating goodbye. Continue. <laughs> But this is like purity culture in a bubble, yeah. along with the um, with the woman song. Well, and it's clearly a rebuttal to another song, <laughs> right? What other song. Uh, I want sex. It's the answer to a question, I guess, George Michael. It's an answer posed. to a question that no one ever posed to the members of DC Talk. <laughs> <laughs> they make a Star Wars reference in the song, guys. Let's listen to I Don't Want It. Hmm. It's kind of silly. Gabe, is this good music? This one? Yeah. I mean, it does really all sound like that Paula Abdul song. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> sort of. If these cat cat. That song do, like, was like a video game. It. I like it. Don't have sex till you have till you tie the knot. Was the 
He put his voice through a filter thing. He doesn't want it. I mean, I, is that a part of he it? Wants You're it. allowed to want it. Yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to want it. You should want it. It, it should be, I shouldn't want it, right. but I do. <laughs> the flesh and the spirit is a real battle. <laughs> it should be more. They do say less in the song. It's such a sexy song. For I wish there was just women and men just moaning in the background throughout the whole (laughs) (laughs) Um, so the only words they spell out is S-E-X and God (laughs) spelling out God it sounds like they're showing off at this point (laughs) sex S-E-X we get it you went to college (laughs) you you went to Liberty University (laughs) where they only want you to spell out those two words Oh, I love this like kind of character cutaway in the song. Listen to this. Uh, yeah, Red Leader, I don't think I copied that. Uh, did you say you don't want sex for now? Uh, I'm confused. Can you clarify? Oh. They reference another song. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now what? <laughs> Freaky three-way. Is an American pun. Ha ha, hee hee, what a wordplay. There is, that is a Star Wars reference. A, uh-huh. a, to- a totally. Red Leader. Meaningless Star Wars reference. Wait. Unnecessary. Wait, Red Leader is a Star Wars reference? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Red Leader. Why? It really. Why? Well, just because they use the same mic effect as. I mean, I said this before. I think this is just showing that they're really not getting. Any Wait proposition. a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, Red Leader is like. Yeah, remember when they're um, in the fighter, what are they called? X Wings? Yeah, in the X Wing fighters. X Wing fighters, and they have like Yellow Leader, Red Leader. This is like Red Leader. They're trying to bring down the, the Death Star with the uh, proton torpedoes. Teenage boys love yeah. PC talk, so I think this is I, a little. I mean. A little something for the boys. So, <laughs> so they don't want SpaceX <laughs> for now. <laughs> They don't have sex well, in no. space. You see, the Star Wars I character think at one point they is say, the one who's questioning, you don't want sex? Oh, so they could be... <laughs> we're, oh, excuse we're up me? here in spaceships having sex all the time. <laughs> that that Christian rock, uh, hip-hop rock rap band down there. I'm tracking with this. This I understand. I thought They're it was confused. okay. Yeah. I, I wish there... I, they should have... confused. <laughs> <laughs> they should have doubled down. I'm not going to use the force on women or whatever. Like, they should have... Kept going with the not the dark side of her butt. We must assume that slave red three or red five. For me, what if they kind of peeked into other science fiction genres there? (laughs) 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 This is Admiral Adama aboard the Battlestar Galactica. Be me up. Don't want sex. (laughs) Oh no, they don't want sex. They don't want it. Wait, they do go back to Red Leader at the end. So this is all sort of loosely a part of the Star Wars canon, I think. <laughs> yeah, this is extended universe. <laughs> okay, listen to this. This was featured on episode seven. <laughs> Force away. Over the credits. <laughs> <laughs> what? Really? Listen. Your sex for now. Oh my god. Is that Darth Vader? Red leader, red leader. I don't think I copy. 
Okay, so whoever this guy is is like, what do you mean you don't want sex? (laughs) So Red Leader, oh, Red Leader is telling his fighters. No, so this is Red 5 or Red 3. Commuting, so Red Leader in this scenario is the one who doesn't want sex. I, I did not. Oh, okay. No, but or Red Leader could be like, I don't want it. You guys, my other commandment to you, don't have it. And they're just confirming. He says that last line, what does that mean? Your sex for now. Your sex. I think sec- your sex for now means let's wait till marriage. Your sex. To have okay. sex. It's like a Borat reference, I think. But for now, I really <laughs> yep. don't want it. I don't think about it. I don't want no part of it. <laughs> it I wrote a whole song up. about how much I don't want it. It's like, oh, okay. Like, that would really rupture a relationship. That would make me rethink things yeah, like what? Ends, implode I don't want your sex I'm just imagining like <laughs> someone like on a date slowly turning up this CD like with their girlfriend hey, in the car hey hey Becca <laughs> real quick I think we no, should listen to this intro, just oh <laughs> just silently listening to it I play this song for my hubby all the time oh my god wait you say I don't want your sex oh and they follow it up with this like I think parody song of is something is it another skit yeah. No. You didn't listen to this? I know. Battery's not included. That rocks. That is good. That's a toy sketch about abstinence. Yeah, it makes me think of yeah, so it makes What do you me- think that that toy looks like? Oh, I think we know. It looks like a little X-wing <laughs> <laughs> that you can put batteries. The symbol in. of self-control. Yeah. Okay. Let's <laughs> let's get to our final thoughts. Red leader about free at last. That Star Wars <laughs> reference wing. thing. Purity <laughs> wing. Mm, that is good. Mm. No sex content, wing. Gabriel mm-hmm, Gundecker. No sex wing. Yeah. Wow. No sex phone wing. <laughs> we can we can do this all night. The Force Awakens, but my sexual appetite does not. <laughs> we could. The Last Virgin Jedi. Yeah. Let's get to our final thoughts. So the way this works, Gabe, is we will talk about how we felt about the album overall and then give it a holy toast and send it to heaven. Or we'll give it a holy roast and send it to I'm hell. <laughs> so Caroline, why don't you start us so. Oh, gosh. Um... This album was fun, or it seemed fun, until you listen to the old words they're saying. That, okay, go ahead. And uh, so I think due to the heavily misogynistic and racially questionable words, and a Star Wars reference that was misplaced, I give this a holy roast. Holy roast from Caroline. Mm-hmm. Now, I agree with you that <laughs> the listening experience... <laughs> was great i think free at last the title track is really fun a gospel rave up thing Mm -hmm. i like i mean i basically like all the covers jesus is just all right free at last uh lean on me lean on me is okay they didn't really do anything with it i guess oh i totally disagree really they did some incredibly interesting chord reimagining in the middle of so cut to the middle of lean on me okay and what they've done it might be a little before this but they totally reimagine the chords. They do, and it's very interesting. Yeah, it's like very uh, gospely and oh, yeah. Uh, it's there's a woman who's singing. I don't know where it is, but it's, it's 
And this is how it the literally song is sounds structured. all the same. <laughs> <laughs> this one? No, it must be before it. But I, I like Lean On Me. It was maybe my favorite track on it. Really? Next to something that's very frustrating is my favorite track on, on the, the album is also the most problematic. <laughs> is socially is acceptable or socially, that kind of... No, no, not socially really? acceptable. The other one. The, uh, that kind of girl. That kind of girl. That kind of girl is your favorite? It's a great song. If it if it had different lyrics, that, that could have potentially been a pop okay, song in the 90s. Real quick, if you can rewrite what this song is about. Just a topic. Um, maybe something like... Uh, Something about Dagobah, you know, keep it about Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. But, keep it but, in the universe. <laughs> keep it in the universe. Yeah. yeah. Training with Yoda, that kind of master, <laughs> I don't know. He's that Jedi guy. There is another. Yeah. He's the force there is, is another. Leia's your sister. sister. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Luke, oh, I like that you so much must better. use the force. Yeah. Will you write that? Put up your uh, communicator. Uh, Whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Sorry, so finish your review. Um, so... Oh, start your review. I wow. don't think we've even started. Yeah, um, we're, yeah, we're mid-review. Okay. Um, you know, I, I want to I wanna holy roast the, the very uh, diverse and interesting musicianship <laughs> happening. I think you a mean lot holy toast. A holy toast, yes, yes. yes. Sorry, yes. a roast is also... Roasting, no. If roast. you're roasting a pig, it's sort of positive. Think roasting Not for the hell. pig. Okay, okay. Bad. So I want to toast... Gabe, I, wanna... I really want you to imagine <laughs> roasting in hell. Okay. Just really picture it. I'm there, having... yikes. <laughs> Ouch, ouchie, Imagine ouchie, the ouchie, temptations ouchie. that got you there. Ooh, ow. Ow, burns. Okay. Mm-hmm. For drinking, cursing like a sailor at the same time. Toast is also a little roasted, though, and is it not? And wanting a bite. A yeah, piece of but toast? Just, but just the right amount to where it's golden. That's true. Right? Nobody is Luke golden warm? in hell. Luke, I am your father warm? <laughs> no one's golden in hell. That's a pun. What? Luke, I am your father warm. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, Lukewarm Skywalker was my screen name on StarWars.com. Is that true? Is that true? In 1998 when I had an was account really? on StarWars.com, yes. That's pretty cool. Thank you guys so much. That was a long waiting list to get one of those accounts. I used to go every day and read the um, the synopses of characters that no one cared about. Greedo would look around his past. <laughs> Huge Star Wars fan. I bet you know a lot. I would have loved that reference. If I was forced to listen sure. to DC Talk, I would have loved that reference. You've been like, all like, right. They got me. These I'll guys. never have sex ever. By the way, we didn't mention this, but uh, in their biography or in some of their articles, they would talk They're about dressed how they dressed as stormtroopers. <laughs> how they'd invite like the teenage boys, and instead of groupies, the teenage boys would come to the bus and play oh, video, video games. games. Yep. Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> so you were Squeaky clean maybe image. right in that demographic. Terrifying. It's too bad. So let's toast the music and roast the lyrics. Amen. Toast to the that. music, roast the lyrics. But if you had to choose one, which would you choose? <laughs> it's going to be a roast. It's going to be a roast. All right. Listen, I think I had a similar experience to Caroline in this where I wholly enjoyed, with a W, not with an H, wholly enjoyed <laughs> the album. Start to finish, really, like even the dumb skits, I found to be kind of charming. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the skits are never the best part of anyone's album, right? <laughs> But these were like, like they clearly made an effort to stitch them together, and <laughs> I'm like patting them on the head. They and did like, great out there. So I'm so smart yeah. and proud of them. But it is one of those things where I listened to this album for the first time all the way through without looking at the lyrics, maybe two or three times. And then when I started reading the lyrics, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> so nonetheless, I think my nostalgic attachment 
to Jesus is just all right. Love is a verb. Oh, and the hard way, the prison anthem that we didn't even talk about. Oh, yeah. Some people got to learn it the hard way. And there is a music video of the three boys posing at a real prison <sighs> and, you know, throwing their hands up and looking very contrite. Um, I'm giving it a holy toast, guys. Wow. Despite the, I do not endorse the problematicness, especially anyone who would say two honks and a you know what, I would never <laughs> or sing it. endorse that ever. <laughs> uh, no. But I'm giving, it, I'm giving it a holy toast. However, I've been outruled by my co-host and my guest. So we're sending free at last to hell. <laughs> to <laughs> but we want to know how you feel out there, podcast <laughs> listeners. So we're putting up the poll today. We'll keep it open for the next week. Do you give Free at Last by DC Talk a holy toast <laughs> or holy roast? Vote on Twitter. Yeah. Or just send your apologetics for this album. Send your apologetics? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a theological breakdown of like an exegetical study <laughs> of that kind of girl, which is a good sounding song. <laughs> yeah. But not a good meaning song. Yes. I want to close out this segment. We got to take a break, but I want to close out this segment by looking into the future. Gabe, you said that you listened to a little bit of their rock stuff mm-hmm. from the next album, Jesus Freak. Jesus Freak, that song and that album would turn out to be their biggest hit by far. Wow. More so than anything that they did before and definitely since they've done since. So I want to play a little snippet of it. It's you gotta be kidding me. What? This is insane. What? That they're this permeable. <laughs> this is their next album? Is yeah. I mean, Kurt def- Cobain? Well, wait, you think it sounds like Kurt Cobain? Yeah, well, yeah. It sounds like they're like chasing after a grunge sound? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, with that in mind, let's listen to that exact same clip again. I mean, it's like a Nirvana musical. <laughs> it's the same song. They're playing very well together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, they they weirdly compliment yeah, each other. Did you say maybe it's a copy a little bit? I mean, I don't know. I mean, if it lined up exactly with the chorus and everything, maybe, but I, I'm not sure oh if the... Gosh. This makes me almost take back my compliments of the, <laughs> the rap music. Great musically they were. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with more good Christian, Christian fun. fun. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. 
Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. Now, Gabe, we have a segment on this show that we started last week. And we're going to continue to this week. And it's something we're going to call The Hunt for the Worst Christian Song of All Time. The Worst! Here's how it works. <laughs> wow, you have a theme song now. I like it. We're going to pick... Well, we actually did pick last week mm-hmm. what we thought was the worst Christian song of all time. We're going to challenge that pick with a new pick. And then we're going to pit them against each other. And then we vote in the room... Is this which one is actually the worst Christian song of all time? Oh, and then okay. the next time we do this segment, whoever is the champion of this will get challenged again, and so on and so forth. I see. So, the current champion of the worst Christian song of all time is a song called "Cartoons" by Chris Rice. I'll play a little bit for you, Gabe. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking the other day, what if cartoons got saved? They start singing praise in a whole new way. Okay. Our four fans, <laughs> our four listeners. <laughs> is so. This is for the best Christian song of all time. <laughs> oh no no no! I'm sorry. For the worst Christian song. Okay, because this right now this feels like the best Christian song I've ever heard. <laughs> And so on and so forth. It was fun to watch you experience that for the first time. <laughs> I love it. As it dawns upon you. Oh, but it gets better The from sincerity here. is amazing. And it really is just like, it feels like Chris Rice's SNL audition reel, right? Yeah. Elmer Fudd's my favorite. Because <laughs> wow. his impressions aren't bad. Here's Caroline's favorite. <laughs> but I, we, I like that the audience screams every time. Yeah, he yeah. did it. He did the impression. <laughs> Although I really want to drive this point home, which we didn't oh, really yeah. do the last time. <laughs> How about be the that other guys? <laughs> yeah, no, those. That's <laughs> those guys. Not okay. I wasn't allowed to watch Beavis and Butthead. Beavis, but to be clear. In this song, Chris Rice is saying, no, Beavis and Butthead will not be Off saved. Limits. They, they will go to hell. Mm-hmm. I, Chris Rice, hereby declare. <laughs> and you can't say but. You don't say but. Beavis and the other guy. That other guy. They are, they are not elected that to be a vessel head. of mercy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that is our current contender for the worst Christian, uh, the worst Christian song of all time. How will you indeed? <laughs> <laughs> so our new nominee, this is this came in actually from several listeners. We we put the call out to you, dear listeners. Give us your nomination for the worst Christian song of all time. And I think more than five or six people said this song. And this song is a little song. <laughs> it's probably Walt Jr.'s favorite song. It's called Breakfast. Oh yeah. By the Newsboys. <laughs> I'm going to text you guys the lyrics so you can follow along. Hold the milk, but 
back the sugar The Apollos took him so We gathered here to sprinkle ashes From our late free cereal bowl Breakfast club is say the motto That he taught us to repeat You will lose it in your gym class If you wait till noon to eat Back when the chess club said our eggs were soft Every Monday he'd say grace and hold our juice aloft Anonymous knew his checkout time would come so soon Oh my gosh But before his brain stopped waving he'd come Oh my gosh When the toast is burned and all the milk has turned in Captain Crunch is waving farewell When the big one finds you May the song remind you That they don't serve breakfast in hell Alright guys So This is a song about A guy who died Who loved breakfast Oh my gosh And he's going to hell well, no, I, I think he's not going to hell, is what I got from it. Yeah, that's right. How do you cope? Rise up, Fruit Loop lovers, sing out sweet and low. With spoons held high, we bid our brother Cheerio. <laughs> this is so abstract. It's it's hard to pin the <laughs> intent. Yeah. The, so so basically, <laughs> a, a guy died. He loved breakfast. Well, see, I see. That's already it's it's so. Who pitched the song? I mean, <laughs> this would make sense if maybe the Newsboys were on there, maybe like. 80th album like Frank Zappa you know it's like okay we've written literally every song <laughs> so here's a new idea oh, it seems like a song oh lyric generator was like yeah. uh, breakfast dead guy hell okay let's do it to the tune of uh, uh, Hootie and the Blowfish oh is this a if Hootie song if it were a Sega video game kind of <laughs> it's a happy song well, okay, so wow, did you I, know this song as a kid? Yes, I so sang this I. song so much. I never <laughs> listened to the verse about the friend dying. <laughs> now, at first I thought they were going to say like, oh, this friend went to hell. But it was just more like he was eating breakfast and he he composed kind of a drinking song, but for breakfast time. <laughs> That's what I thought it was when I was a kid, too. It's just so strange. It could have It could have been anything. You know, this guy died and he loved ivory. And then we're going to sing about ivory. Item would have maybe been better. He loves picture frames or... Oceans. Oceans. Um, Oceans 11. He loves Oceans 11. He loves dancing. There's no George Clooney in hell. There's no dancing in hell. There's really no reason that it's breakfast. That's what baffles me so. Again, if you think about how much teenage boys love breakfast... That's true. It does hit home in a really... It all comes back to teenage boys. (laughs) Most CCM does. So, I... You have to think that maybe they reverse engineered it. Peter Furler, the then current uh, lead singer of the Newsboys. Right. And primary songwriter. We all know this. <laughs> you have to wonder if he reverse engineered it. He was like, fellas, I got all these breakfast puns. <laughs> He's Australian. Fellas, I got all these breakfast puns. You sound like about hell. Ringo. But 
uh, oh, I don't know what came first. But it is a very sing-songy. It was a youth group hit, apparently. Oh, we yeah. both know it. Oh, yeah. But I only know the chorus. I Because Furler's singing style is... It's very... It's, yeah. it's almost like a character. Yeah. It's, it's not like he's singing with his pure voice. It's like when country singers put on a twang or, <laughs> or something else. But there's something else going on in this song. So... So that's breakfast. By it's like the Mambo Number no. Five kind of style singing. Ah! Uh, the toast will find you. Is that right? What does I mean, the song remind you? That day you. he bought those pine pajamas. His check was good with God. I can't make head to tails of that. That <laughs> sounds like a... that day he bought those pine pajamas. His check was good with God. Breakfast clubbers drop the hanky though to some are pine pajamas. Is that a metaphor for the cross? That's what I was wondering. Ooh, what? Good goodness. Oh, um, Wait the the day he bought the okay breakfast clubbers drop the hanky though to some our friend was odd. It's about Jesus. Is this Jesus? Is it Jesus? Oh, but. Um, the day he bought them. our fr- oh our maybe he bought our those was of like we we bought into it like I accepted that that pine pine but- pajamas is the <laughs> is like the most cynical metaphor for crucifixion yeah it's not like Jesus put the cross on I think it also he's using pajamas because this is all within the breakfast metaphor oh so, so it's it like, like you're watching- what's the easiest way to talk about the cross as related to yeah. Morning time. Speaking of teenage boys, <laughs> the two contenders for the hunt for the worst Christian song of all time are cartoons and breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> so there does seem to be a, a theme, theme here. here yeah. Girls like cartoons and breakfast too. Oh, sure. No, I would never. Uh, Powerpuff Girls is amazing. I love it. <laughs> apples. Girls are apples. Apples you have at breakfast. Yeah. They make you bite them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You guys love them apples. <laughs> guys, <laughs> what do we say is the worst Christian song of all time this week. Mm. Is it breakfast or is it cartoons? <laughs> I like the cartoon song. <laughs> I I feel a Stockholm syndrome this with it. <laughs> By the way, saying words and adding Luya to them, I it's, can't recommend. You can't enough. stop. Carolina Luya, <laughs> Gabe Luya, breakfast Luya. So I'm I'm torn here because I do want the. <laughs> The next person on this podcast to listen to to, br- to cartoons, <laughs> cartoons. <laughs> but I do think that cereal uh, is a way worse song because um. there's no joy in it, and he he compares a uh, crucifix, uh, a torture, a uh, murder um, to pajamas. To a f- are we sure? A kind of like a chafing pajama. But then that would make the friend God. Jesus. No, he's saying like he bought into the crucifixion. Though our friend was odd, though Jesus was odd. Uh-huh. No, I think it's the serial friend. <laughs> but is what is the serial friend Jesus? Let's go to Reddit, Jesus? guys. Let's figure this out. No, no, no. Out. Okay. <laughs> though some are thought our friends was... The day he bought those pine pajamas, his check was good with God. Well, Jesus didn't need to settle a check with God. Can we go back to we breakfast did. clubbers dropped the hanky? What does this mean? It, that seems like... I think they were crying the and they hanky. were so upset they dropped their hankies, <laughs> right? Oh, oh, right, because we so were all Jesus. the breakfast clubbers because we were hanging out with him. Jesus. I don't think it's Jesus. I think it's our to, brother Cheerio. Though to, some, <laughs> to, though, to, though to some, our friend was odd would be like, 
people didn't know what to make of Jesus. He was <laughs> he no, was an interesting. People didn't know what to make of our breakfast loving friend who loved Jesus. <laughs> because he was Jesus. <laughs> no, he's not Jesus. <laughs> Listeners, what? back me up. <laughs> well, Tweet at Kevin maybe, and Gabe how freaking this. wrong they are. Read these lyrics. Their friend was super mentally ill, and he's like, guys, I'm Jesus. They're like, okay, wait, buddy. Wait a so it's both. Captain Crunch. It's both. Captain Crunch is waving farewell. Okay, what's another what's another uh, <laughs> person in in the Bible uh-huh. whose name also has the same two letters? Pontius Pilate. Captain, Pontius Captain Pilate. Crunch Wait, is Pontius no, Pilate. No. This is Jesus. Wait a minute. There you go. This there it when the toast has burned and the milk has turned. This is after the. Uh, the the, the, the the crucifixion last supper. no the burning in hell oh, no wait the burning in hell toast is burned the milk is turned and Crouch- and Captain Crunch Pontius Pilate that's the last supper <laughs> Captain Crunch is Pontius Pilate Captain when Crunch the big- is waving farewell okay and when the big one finds you the Emperor of Rome I thought that was <laughs> that's good yeah okay. the big the one death. is capitalized like. I think that means God. Yeah, that's God for sure. That's God. Or uh, General Slash Mills. Death. They don't serve <laughs> breakfast. No, in it's hell. uh, it's the lady from well, the Honey Bunches death. of Oats commercials. Yeah. <laughs> breakfast clubbers drop the hanky to give us like a butt view. Oh, rise up, fruit and lovers, sing out sweet no, and low. The breakfast clubbers aren't like giving. <laughs> I like hold the milk, put back the sugar. They are powerless to console. I thought that was. So this song, there's a lot more to break down in this song. <laughs> it's more than complicated just, than cartoons. I'm ready, Aluya. Right. <laughs> SpongeBob, whatever. Uh, yeah. What's another catchphrase? Yeah, there's Norm Aluya. Norm Aluya. Captain Aluya. This has layers. Like we mm. are legit. It's fascinating. Like I need. So I got that, angry about is it. Is that better or worse though? Better. I think this is poetry. Yeah, there's a, I'm, I'm still in this. I'll be in this for days. <laughs> All right. So we're voting cartoons. Keeps the title. I don't think cartoons will ever Dear win. listeners, I'm so sorry that, ne- that next time you'll have to listen to this a third time in a row. So many of you tweeted how hard this was for you to hear that song again. Well, yeah, that's that one thing I underestimated. I'm so how, sorry. Is how triggering it would be <laughs> for people. Because it was, I remember was someone reminded me of it weeks before we started this show. And it was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so we're saying, yep, breakfast, you're not the worst Christian song of all time. Cartoons it is stays. Cartoons by Chris Rice stays the worst Christian song of all time. <laughs> Time. We did this oh, no. mm. oh my gosh okay gabe thank you yeah this was great Absolutely. you brought a lot to the table and really i learned a lot at the table it. yeah mm. did you yes. at the at the, uh, the last supper table, table? yeah mm-hmm. either one either one. breakfast table gabe hallelujah indeed gabe hallelujah sing out sweet and low uh, Cheerio. <laughs> if you die before this podcast comes out. Do you want us to sing this at yeah. your funeral? Would that be cool? No. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time. My family for... will be there. <laughs> right. But we'll talk we'll we'll no, we'll make sure it's totally cool. Red okay. Lady. If you run it by my family yeah. beforehand. <laughs> who who are you closest with in your family, just so we know? Uh my uh Who's my... your favorite? <laughs> Who's my favorite? <laughs> I guess it might not be the same answer. <laughs> 
Uh, my parents, very close with both of them. Right. My mother, I, I talked to her more on the phone, though. So yeah, you have to probably mm. run it by her. We'll run it by we'll your mom. She'd be running the service sure. anyway. I think whatever happens, we're going to say, Red Leader, you may take Gabe now. <laughs> do you think your mom would do backing vocals on breakfast <laughs> if we asked her to? She would. She would learn it. Is she a good singer? Mm-hmm. If you convince her that it was really important to me. <laughs> oh, she loves you so much. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Wow. Uh, now it's time for what might be the most important part of the show. Let's take it down. We're not here to plug our projects and plug what we're enjoying in pop culture. We're here to lift it up. So, Caroline, we'll start with you. What do you want to lift up? Yes, Lord. <laughs> Sorry, I feel <laughs> blasphemous saying that. I love God. Um, <laughs> uh, this week, I would love to um, lift up my Twitter at, at Totem Spirit Wolf. <laughs> Mm. Um, I would also like to lift up uh, Rihanna's latest fashion line. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's Fenty Puma. It's fall Fenty season Puma. 2018. Yes, um, I just want to lift that up and let that be successful. Mm-hmm. All right. Be in that drum. Thank you. All right. Popcorn Kevin. Uh, yeah. Just piggybacking off of that, I want to lift up uh, at Kevin T. Porter. On all the platforms, this Twitter, feels so bad. Instagram. <laughs> it shouldn't. It feels so bad. It's okay. Okay. It's just guitar. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's not sacred. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, music isn't inherently sacred. <laughs> so I want to lift except up. Except for. Yeah, except for cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, lift up at Kevin T. Porter. Honestly, I want to I want to lift up Catastrophe season three. Amen. Been joining that a lot. Rob Delaney, Sharon Horgan, love them. I think they have the best rom com chemistry I've seen in years. So, just want to mm-hmm. echo that and lift that up. Yeah, may that chemistry continue. Yeah, absolutely, Gabe. And Lord the Great Cereal Bowl in the Sky. <laughs> <laughs> I want to lift up at Gabe Gundacker at Twitter, but I also want to remember that. On Instagram, it's at Gabriel.Gundacker. Which is different. Which is very different. And yet not less important. Mm -hmm. And um, I also want to lift up Nespresso, which I've been drinking a lot lately. And also the movie pass, $10 a month. It's Mm. really great. Isn't there? (laughs) I'm not getting paid by either of these people, Lord. I just love them so much. It does feel like branded content, but we'll let it slip. Wait, branded sacrilege. Sure. Oh gosh. Movie pass. I used to. You know what, Gabe? I want to echo that because I used to be a movie pass member, and they do have excellent rates. In now. closing, Lord, please forgive us <laughs> for everything. And you can follow us and forgive us, <laughs> please, at Christian Fun Pod on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com oh, no. slash Christian Fun Pod. Yeah. You can rate and review the show. On Apple Podcasts, the artist formerly known as iTunes, for every rating and review you give, we're donating a a dollar this month to a Hurricane Harvey charity, the Texas Diaper Bank. Diapers! Diapers! Full of love. (laughs) (laughs) I got a diaper. Diapers! Diapers! Diapers. Full of love. Mm. And uh, give us an email, goodchristianfun.com. At gmail.com. Love your emails, by the way. Your emails. I will say, 
Sincerely, your emails have been very encouraging. Seriously. <laughs> people reaching out and connecting, people of all faiths yeah. and non-faiths and people at different points in their life. It's been amazing yeah, to read. And hearing it's been your very, stories, it's cool. We're three episodes in and it's already like phenomenal. Knock so. on pine pajamas though. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's the best way to end this show. Yep. And let's end it the way we always end it. And all of Pod's people said, Amen. 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 That's it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Broccoli, celery, gotta be. Veggie Tales. We're diving into the hit animated series with its inaugural video, Where's God When I'm Scared, which you can find in its entirety for free on YouTube. That's next week on Good Christian Fun. That was a HeadGum Podcast.